everybody, and welcome to this edition of the KTH 910 AM Interview of the Week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, I am Dave Palmer, Executive Director here at the station, host of this program most of the time. Diane Xavier is running the board. I really appreciate her help around here. does a lot of great work, and uh, we hope that you enjoyed the Summer Speaker Series, which as of this recording was just a few days ago. Thanks to those of you who came out. Uh, today is uh, Saturday, August 21st. And, uh, boy, summer is uh, winding down, and that means a lot of activities coming up in the fall, and uh, there's a lot going on, and we're going to talk about a wonderful golf tournament here shortly, benefiting Rebound Ministries. Delighted to have in studio with me for, I believe, the third sit-down interview, uh, Dwight Harris, who is the founder of Rebound Ministries, Inc., and you can find them online at reboundministriesinc.org. And they are uh, celebrating their 11th anniversary now. Last year was 10 years of the ministry. And let me just uh, read the, a quick blurb from the website about Rebound Ministries and then introduce you to Dwight. Uh, their mission is to invest in the lives of at-risk youth throughout the nation to proactively influence their future towards positivity and individual growth. Our focus is to mentor and restore those individuals who have lost their way through the implementation of biblical principles founded on the promise of restoration of the lost. The ultimate goal is to help our young people rebound and re-enter society in a productive and positive manner. So, Dwight Harris, thanks for coming back. Good to see you. Thank you, Dave. Good to be back with you again. All right, lots. Uh, I think it's been at least a year since we've spoken. Of course, COVID kind of got in the way of a lot, a lot of things. But let me let's talk about you first. Uh, you're a convert to the Catholic faith. I've uh, been a Catholic for about four years. Uh, you worship up, uh, and you actually work up at Saint Elizabeth and Seton in Plano. Are you still employed there? I'm no longer employed there. Okay. Um, just got released from there uh, maybe about a month and a half ago. But I do realize that God always uh, has a plan. Yes. And so that really thrusts me and to be able to do rebound now on the uh, full-time um, basis. We know that uh, God is our resource, but he used people to provide the resources. So I have been thrust out there uh, and God shows himself to be more than who he is. So it's going great. Yeah. Every, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you look back and you say, you know, I'm glad that, uh, what seemed like maybe a, a bad thing that, that really opened up more time for me to be able to, to commit to rebound ministries. And so, uh, I, I love the approach of, you know, God's in control. He's going to take care of you. And so that, that's awesome. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself for people who haven't heard the, uh, the first two interviews. If they, they, they can't see it because this is radio, but you're a big guy. You're tall. You're easily what? Six, six, four or six. Uh, Give me my half, six, four and a half. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to use the halves well because I'm more like five, eight, five, seven, but I'll take those halves. Yes, All right. Sir. So basketball player, the rebound, of course, uh, we didn't mention basketball, but obviously has a, a reference to basketball. And so you grew up uh, uh, athletic. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself athletically, uh, spiritually, grew, you know, where you grew up and that kind of stuff. A little bio. Sure, Dave. Uh, I am from the Big Easy, New Orleans, Louisiana, 
And I came here back in 2005, 2006 um, from New Orleans. And what brought me to Texas was I have about 30 family members that came up from um, Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, at that time, I was going through a difficult situation in my own personal life uh, where there was separation and then ultimately uh, it was divorce. Mm-hmm. And um, at that particular time, I didn't know what to expect moving forward as far as life uh, was concerned. And so uh, I came up to Texas because I needed the support from family. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was just the beginning of some great things to happen Um you know, in my life, uh, you know, the scripture does teach us that all things work together for good for those that love God and are called according to his purpose, uh, which is in Christ Jesus. But at that time, I could not see how something so detrimental could work for uh, my good. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, being a former college basketball player, uh, God indeed does have a sense of humor uh, he did not speak to me uh, in an audible voice, but in a way that I could understand and knew that it was him. And he said to me, Dwight, you're going to rebound. And mm-hmm. so that's how rebound was formed from my experience that I went through. And so uh, I have a friend back in Louisiana, and his name is Dwight uh, as well, and we would often get together as men to challenge and uh, encourage one another. And so he said to me one time, he said, Dwight, I understand, but he said, you are resilient and you're going to be okay. But at that time, I didn't even understand what resilient meant myself. Mm -hmm. But when we put the principles together for rebound and the aura in rebound standing for resilience, which basically means to have the ability to bounce back from adversity and difficulty. And so uh, in um, Luke chapter 22, verses 30 and 31, um, God is having a conversation with Simon Peter. And he says to Simon Peter, he says, Satan desires to sift you as mm-hmm. we, but I would have you to know that I prayed for you so that when you rebound, you'll be able to help others yeah. to rebound. And so... It's like that, your story. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So your rebound was, like you say, well, you had to deal with Katrina, you deal with the, the, the personal issues, the divorce. Did you ever have issues with the law yourself, the, like the, 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 the man that you're helping now? Did... did any any kind of uh, legal rebound necessary or just more personal? Just more personal. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, of course, we all rebound in some way or another. No, no, nobody gets through this uh, life without some, you know, so, some tragedy or some, some things that happen to us. Uh, so you're from New Orleans, but you obviously have lived here before because you went to college in Gainesville. So you're familiar with North Texas and also spent some time in Oklahoma as well. So you're not, you weren't unfamiliar with this part of the, of the country, right? Right. Right. So uh, I actually got to Gainesville, Texas, on a basketball scholarship uh, from New Orleans. 
And uh, I was happened to be playing playground basketball uh, one summer many years ago, and I had some friends that were already playing at uh, Cook County Junior College in Gainesville, which is now North Central Texas College. And uh, they came home for uh, spring break, and uh, they knew right where to find me. So uh, my friends, along with the basketball coach, came straight to the playground um, where I was. Uh, he watched me, and from there, next thing I knew, I was in the in the van driving back to <laughs> <laughs> driving back to Gainesville, Texas, to play college basketball. So it's been a blessing. Yeah, that that's cool. Uh, you also have. Uh, achieved some, quite some accomplishments. Uh, you were inducted into the Greater New Orleans Athletic League Hall of Fame. Uh, you scored 38 points in the league's inaugural All-Star Game, voted MVP. So you've got some credentials as a basketball player, which I guess helps, uh, you know, because your athletic uh, talent that you have. Uh, okay, so you, you, you move here to North Texas, you know, I think you said 2004, 2005. You're going through that personal tragedy. And if I got the math right, you, you started rebound around 2010 uh is that about approximately because you're you're celebrating February, yeah. February 19 2010 okay mm-hmm. so tell us about those five years of rebounding from all your your personal situation to the time that th- th- this God inspired you to begin rebound How, what, what what were those years like or what what led up to the formation of this ministry uh, you know, as I said uh, at the beginning, uh, it was basically through uh, my own personal um, experience because had I not, Dave, had I not gone through the things that I went through, then there would be no, there, it would be no rebound. Yeah, right. I would, I would be doing something else totally, totally different, probably would be involved in ministry. In some way, but let me say this: If I had to, not knowing what those things would be, to go through the same things all over again, to be where I am today, I would gladly do it because mm-hmm. I'm blessed to operate in my purpose, my mission, and my calling. Mm-hmm. So, so you have a heart for. Uh, these these young men and I guess perhaps young women who who are are in bad situations. You know, you and I spoke before about some of the people that you're ministering right now are teenagers who have murdered people and uh, perhaps rape or armed robbery or I mean th- this is the people who are 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 some of the scariest people in society and they're they're incarcerated and so why, how did that passion come about of all the people that you could have ministered to why 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 was that sector of society important to you well you know uh regardless whether you are a bad person or a good person uh we are all one banana peel slip away <laughs> Yeah. From a bad situation. Yeah. And so uh, I like to tell people all the time, please do not get it twisted. Because a very high percentage of these kids that are incarcerated come from well-to-do families, mm. well-to-do backgrounds. Yeah. It's just sometimes as parents, 
we do more harm than good to our children by not knowing how to say no. Mm -hmm. And then when we tell them no, they are so accustomed to yes, 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 they feel rejected. And then they go out there and that puts them in positions to start doing things that they would not normally do. Mm -hmm. But it's not always the fault of the kids or the children. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we as parents are the blame. Yeah, yeah, that's a hard truth, but uh, yeah, we realize it. So tell me, um, you were coming out of 2020 and everything was kind of put on hold last year as you were celebrating 10 years. What exactly does Rebound do? What are, uh, what, what are the, 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 the ministries? You, talk, you know, Gainesville State School, I know you told me before we started, you've had several camps this summer. You have uh, one coming up uh, at, at, you know, at St. Elizabeth and Seton. So tell us about the camps. Tell us about the work at uh, the, 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 the state school and also in the prisons. Sure. Uh, as far as the basketball camps are concerned, uh, that was something that I always wanted to do because I know what it did for me and the opportunities that it provided for me growing up. And that was something that certainly uh, kept me from really getting uh, in trouble. Now, being real, we all experience trouble at some time in our lives. Mm -hmm. But because I had something like basketball, what I love to play, that's where most of my time was spent. And so when I look at when I look at it from that perspective, uh it always provided an avenue for me to uh escape. And so I always like for some reason uh just helping others. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, even when I was not even playing high school basketball or anything like that, I would normally gather kids together in the community and I would go to a local store and buy a little pack of uh, very inexpensive plastic trophies. Mm -hmm. And we would go out in the playground and I would have them to do different things to compete. And then I would give out trophies. But uh, since I moved here to uh, uh, Allen, Collin County, uh, almost 18 years ago, uh, because of uh, contact that I've had in the past, because I used to be a uh, urban representative for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes um, back in the uh, back in the 90s, and so. Uh, that allowed me the opportunity to, to go to uh, high schools and junior high schools and, and even colleges uh, to uh, use athletics as a platform to be able to share uh, Jesus Christ. But then also uh, there was a time in the summer where we would bring those different schools together and bring those kids, I should say, from those different schools together. And we would go to Atlanta, Georgia, Houston, Texas, or somewhere where we would have a national sports camp where kids would come from all over the uh, country. But uh, using that uh, experience and those contacts, we have been blessed to help at least 
eight to nine kids in Collin County to uh, go to college and uh, get scholarships and play either basketball or, or, or football. And so uh, that has been a uh, tremendous, just a tremendous blessing. Mm. When you do the camps, do you still you still instill the seven guiding principles? You've mentioned a couple of them. We can go through because rebound stands for resilience, endurance, boundaries, obedience, unity, need, and deny. So, uh, obviously, these camps are for kids that aren't necessarily in trouble, but like you say, we're all one banana peel slip away from, uh, you know, being in a bad situation. So, are the principles the same, and you, you teach them kind of the same regardless of circumstances? Because we all need these seven principles, uh, and maybe this would be a good opportunity to go over uh, briefly what each one, uh, how it represents. The, the overall goal and purpose of rebound. Sure, sure. Yeah, the principles are the same. The only difference is the camps are normally three days, but when we go to uh, an institution like uh, the uh, John R. Rose Juvenile Detention Center, which is in McKinney, Texas, McKinney, Texas, I should say, and then the uh, Gainesville State School, those programs are uh, seven weeks. Mm. And so we use uh, each principal once a week for seven weeks until we have spelled out rebound. Afterwards, the kids have to write about the experience, and then they are awarded certificates of completion, and they get T-shirts. However, on the other hand, when we do the basketball camps, by there being only three days, we implement in those three days, what we would normally do in seven weeks. And uh, just going over the principles, uh, resilience, we know, uh, means to uh, bounce back uh, from adversity or difficulty. And uh, I like each principle because there are some biblical tides uh, to each one. I mean, when we look at our Lord and Savior, um, Jesus Christ, after he was uh, crucified on the cross and, and he was taken down and he was put in the grave or the tomb. But just like the scripture teaches us in three days, guess what? He mm, rose. He rebounded. <laughs> he rebounded. There you go. Yeah, sure he, did. Yeah, he, he rebounded. And then the second principle being... Um, Endurance. Uh, endurance means to be able to persevere that no matter what blockage may be in front of you to prevent you from moving forward doesn't necessarily mean that you give up. Because again, when we look at the scriptures in Genesis, where Jesus said, I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. Remove this cup from me. But then he said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. So the scripture says that Jesus did what? He endured the cross. So when we identify as believers, as you know, as as Catholic believers, when we identify uh, with Christ, then everything that he did 
we are capable of doing the same thing. Mm. And so then when we look at uh, boundaries, uh, boundaries, we know there are limits as far as boundaries are concerned. I think about uh, Moses uh, when he overstepped his boundaries, when he killed someone and he did not think anyone was paying attention. And then mm-hmm. he saw, Scripture said he saw his, his, his brethren doing the same thing, and he went over to confront them. And then they said to him, I mean, uh, are you going to do us? like you did that Egyptian, mm-hmm. he didn't realize. Yeah. And so he overstepped his boundaries. And so when we know that uh, boundaries are there to protect us, then uh, it helps to equip us, you know, as far as life is concerned, because uh, when we disrespect Someone, or when we take something from someone that does not belong to us, then we're overstepping our boundaries. But these are just things that, no matter how young or how how old we are, if we can grasp certain concepts, then there's nothing that we cannot overcome. There's nothing that we cannot uh, rebound from. Uh, there's not a time that you pick up the newspaper, uh, you listen to the radio, or you're watching something on TV. You say the Dow Jones has rebounded mm-hmm. today. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is showing a lot of resilience. He's going to have a bounce back year this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we move from from boundaries to uh, obedience. And like you and I were discussing just a few minutes ago, um, obedience, you know, we means to obey. But then at the same time, you know, when we are obedient, we put ourselves in position to be able to reap certain rewards. Mm-hmm. So a parent does not reward their child or shouldn't anyway for something that they've done wrong. But if you've studied and you do well on your tests, then you're able to go to the football game yeah. this weekend and I'm going to give you some extra spending money. And so we go from obedience to unity. And like I said, when I was talking to someone um, earlier, how we need unity in the society in which we live today. And a lot of times unity can can be misinterpreted because if we have five people in the room and everybody has the same color shirt on and the same color sock, the same color pants, that doesn't necessarily define unity. Mm-hmm. But unity has everything to do with if I disagree about something and you disagree about it, for the sake of unity, we forget our disagreements and we come together to agree for the sake of unity. Mm -hmm. And then when we look at uh, need, uh, we need one another. Uh, We are our brother's keeper. But then at the same time, um, uh, 
Jesus says in the, in the teaching of the scriptures that I will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory, which are in Christ Jesus. And then um, the last principle is uh, deny. And, of course, uh, in the teachings of the word of God, he said that uh, if you deny me, then I will deny you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so uh, we must know how to deny ourselves of certain things that are not good um, for us. And so we can go on and on and on, you know, discussing uh, these uh, seven core principles. But the unique thing that I love about it, and I had no idea that it would turn out the way that uh, it did or the way that it's going. But uh, when God puts something together, uh, we don't always understand, but it's always well done. Yeah. Amen. Well, thank you for that. Uh, the review of the seven principles, again, resilience, endurance, boundaries, obedience, unity, need, and deny. That spells out rebound. We're talking about rebound ministries, Inc. with the founder, Dwight Harris, and you can find them at, yeah, reboundministriesinc.org is uh, the website. Uh, last year celebrated 10 years of ministry, 11 years now. And, um, how does, how does it work going into these state schools? Are you able to, um, to speak about Jesus? Are you able to incorporate the faith into it? Or do you need to kind of stick to the principles without being overtly Christian or or Catholic, for that matter. We have free reign when it comes to that. Okay. But one of the first things that I do, uh, especially when I have a group of uh, young people, is I let them know uh, after the first session, if they do not want to uh, continue, that they do not have to. And I've been blessed uh, over the years to spend hundreds of young people that we've had the opportunity to uh, to talk to about uh, Jesus. And uh, I would say 99.9% of the kids, they are all tuned in. Um, they are all ears. And I remember uh, one time <laughs> I was at the facility and one of the young men, that was the first question that he asked, uh, are you going to be talking about the Lord? Are you going to be talking about God? Are you going to be talking about Jesus? And he said, because if you, if, if you are, uh, I, I don't want to hear any of that. And so I thought that I was going to just have to readjust things just for him. I thought about it just for a tenth of a second, and then I say, as a matter of fact, uh, I am. And uh, if you want to leave, uh, you can leave now. You have the freedom to to do so. And uh, he wound up being one of the best kids in the class. <laughs> you know, so. How funny. Praise God for that. <laughs> yeah. So this is voluntary on their part. It, you go in and they basically say, this gentleman's Dwight Harris is coming in. You guys want to do this? You can. And uh, it, it's optional. So this is all strictly on a voluntary basis. Right. They they are handpicked by the counselors and they are, and they are recommended. So obviously... Uh, the individuals that work 
with them, see something yeah. in them. Yeah. And they recognize that if I can just get them to be involved, you know, in this particular class, it's going to enhance what we are already doing and give them a better chance. Mm. You've been doing this for 11 years now. Many, you know, men have been through this program. Tell us about some of the success stories. You know, that that story you just told a moment about got the guy that didn't want anything and had to do with Jesus. And all of a sudden he turned out to be one of your, your, your best students. You've seen transformation. You're de- like I said before, you're dealing with some people that have committed some pretty heinous crimes. And, you know, God hasn't you know, forgotten about them. God loves them dearly. What, what do you, what kind of transformation do you see through the program? I remember once I was in, um, I believe it was in, uh, Frisco, Texas. And I was coming out of the, uh, out of the post office and a, uh, young man ran behind me and he said, excuse me, sir. He said, uh, do you remember me? And I said, no, I'm, I, I really not sure. And he said, well, I was at this particular facility and, uh, you came in and, uh, I went through the, uh, the program and he said, I want you to know that I'm now in school and I am, uh, studying. I want to become a, uh, minister. Mm. You know, so then, uh, there was an occasion where, uh, there was a young man in a, another facility. And, uh, because these kids have a lot of promise. They're very gifted. They're very talented. They just made a mistake. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, uh, he was an athlete. And so, uh, you know, we said to him, if, you know, you, you get, you get through the program and you get out, we'll help you to get in school. Was able to help him to get in school, to get a football scholarship, to go to college and play football. Now, that's not the case with every young person because everybody's situation it's different. Uh, there was a case where we had another young man went through the uh, program, and I I won't be too uh, specific here as far as identity uh, is concerned, but I remember talking to uh, his mother because I was trying to get in a particular uh, uh, a particular school. Uh, and uh, I was able to get into the school, but in talking to the person in front of me, I was introducing the rebound program, and uh, they had me to stop my conversation in my tracks because, you know, they had already been aware of what we were doing. And uh, the amazing thing about the person in whom we were talking to trying to get into one of the disciplinary schools she said, I know who you are because my son went through the program and he's now in the military mm. and he's doing well. Oh, so we have a lot of, uh, we've had, we've had at least nine. Now these are not, uh, kids that were, uh, in trouble. These were just, uh, kids that needed someone to, uh, kind of help, uh, them as they were coming through, uh, high school, but we had at least eight 
individuals to graduate mm-hmm. from college. Yeah. I can't help but to think that to some, some of these men, you're a father figure. Can you uh, speak about the roles of father or lack thereof in these men's lives and how perhaps you can fill a void in some cases? Or uh, what would you say about fatherhood in relation to the people, especially the ones, the troubled ones that you deal with? They, that is a great, just a great question. Because over 96% of these young people that are incarcerated. They may not know dad, don't have a relationship with him. And because of that, or for that matter, some of the fathers have went through the penal institutions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the kids, are, it's a pattern. Yeah. But not in all situations. You know, so uh, I remember uh, being at a particular uh, institution once and uh, we were blessed to uh, go up and to be the uh, the speaker for the Christmas program that they were having. And at that particular time, uh, family was invited, you know, to be on this particular campus to be with their sons Uh during that time. And so, uh, but there was a young man that was, uh, sitting at a table by himself. And so after, uh, we had finished the the speaking, um, I believe it was the assistant superintendent came over and say, Hey, look, I've got this young man that is sitting over at the table by himself. Would you go over and, uh, sit with him. So I go over, I sit with him. He had went through the rebound program, but I was not made fully aware of his situation. So while visiting with him, I had the opportunity to find out, you know, the extent of why he was there. But anyway, long story short, uh, he got even more comfortable with me. And so as as people begin to pass by, he, he would call them over and say, come over and meet my dad. Come meet my dad. <laughs> oh, that's so, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Praise God. All right, uh, Dwight Harris here. We're down to, I think, our last five minutes or so of this extended interview. I, I knew when I sat down with Dwight that this, this, we're not, we weren't going to be able to talk about this in 20 minutes. This needs to be uh, longer because we haven't seen him in a while, and there's a lot going on with Rebound Ministries. I invite you to visit his website, Rebound Ministries org, and you'll find out that they recently celebrated 10 years of ministry. In fact, they're into their uh, well, past 11 years now. I think you said uh, February of 2010 is when it started. You've got a golf tournament coming up September 10th, which is a little less than three weeks as of this airing, and sponsored by Don Herring Mitsubishi North. It's going to be at the, Trin- the Twin Creeks Golf Club. And I've got the the brochure here in front of me, but uh, for those who don't have that in front of them, tell us about this tournament. Uh, it's going to be the first uh, annual golf tournament um, that we're having, and we're looking at the possibility of maybe 72-plus uh, participants that are going to uh, be there. And it was uh, a dream. 
a goal that we had down through the years at some point to be able to come and uh, do a uh, golf tournament. And one of the things that made it uh, easy to put this together was the sponsors, because sometimes that could be the most difficult thing to do, especially when you're asking people to uh, contribute, you know, donations and funds and things of that nature. So, but the purpose of this tournament is to be able to uh, raise uh, funds so that we will just be able to continue to do uh, what we do. Yeah. So thanks to Don Herring for being uh, one of the sponsors. You got a hole-in-one tournament. If somebody gets a hole-in-one, they get... uh a new car, uh, right? A new, a new, it looks like an SUV, a perhaps? A new SUV, that's All right. right. Yeah. All right, so that, that's that's good. Uh, you're also still looking for sponsorships, and uh, the registration's $100 individuals. Uh, you can pay $35 for the dinner, uh, a foursome, $400. Uh, as of this airing, which uh, is going to be on the 21st, people still sign up, still be sponsors, or well, well, how can they participate? As far as the sponsors are concerned, uh that's already been uh filled uh okay. we have the the uh the title sponsor the uh platinum sponsor and the gold sponsor so we're grateful that we've had individuals step up as a matter of fact as you said uh Don Hearing is the title sponsor but we have uh PFG which is performance food group out of uh McKinney Texas uh they are in competition with Cisco and they stepped up, and then we have a gentleman by the name of uh, Jose, and uh, Jose is a uh, business owner, and uh, uh, you know he stepped up to be the uh, gold sponsor. But as T sponsors, uh, that continues to be open, and then of course uh, dinner. Uh, we want to get as many people to come out. And uh, have a good three-meat barbecue from Woody B's Barbecue mm. out of Richardson, Texas. Yeah, Woody B's a great guy. Woody Berry, uh, who I know very well, and he's been very generous to us. And we've been out there at his place in Richardson doing live broadcasts before. And so thanks to, uh, to Woody. He's a very generous guy. All right, so the tournament is September 10th. And uh, that's a little less than three weeks from this airing. And you can... Uh, donate. You can sign up. You can learn more about it at reboundministriesinc.org, reboundministriesinc.org. And Dwight Harris is the founder. And congratulations on all the great things that are happening. I just have about a minute or two. Diane's giving me a, a countdown here, but uh, t- tell us. Uh, I guess we'll just need a, a brief answer for this. I think we've asked you this about, but why did you convert to Catholicism four years ago? Well, it was no plan of my own. No plan of my own. I, I, I I'm. I won't say learn because when you say learn, you, you can't learn anymore. So I'm learning yeah. how to be open, um, to God. And I find that, uh, when you're open to Him, uh, there's just no telling the journey and the path that He's going to, uh, lead you on. Um, I just have a very strong, uh, biblical, uh, foundation that was laid on early in my life. So that's why you hear me talk a lot about uh, scriptures. But one that comes to mind where it says that the steps of a good man are ordered uh, by the Lord. And then David comes back and say, Lord, let your word be a lamp to my feet 
and a light unto my path. And when you take it from that perspective, then I think that God can bring you from places where you thought that you would never enter before. And uh, in those places, you'll find that that's where the fullness of joy is. And that's where the peace and contentment comes in, being in the will of the Lord. Yeah. Oh, amen. And I can sense that about you. You just, uh, you have a, a holy passivity about you where you just are being like, whether that's, like you said, the, the job that no longer exists that you had, where you're just, you're, you're, you're letting God move you and, and you're just being obedient to, to his will, which I think is, is very inspiring. Dwight, we're out of time, but thank you very much for the visit. And I do encourage everybody who is listening right now to support Rebound Ministries, uh, either through the golf event, which is going to be September 10th at Twin Creeks Golf Club, sponsored by Don Hearing Mitsubishi. Go out there and uh, get you a hole-in-one, and you walk away with a 2022 Outlander SEL, okay? And uh, otherwise, just donate or play golf if that's that's your thing. And if there's a first uh, annual, I bet there's going to be a second annual. So maybe people can be sponsors for next year's uh, Rebound Ministries, inc.org. Dwight, thanks so much uh, for your visit. Good, Great to see you, and I hope we can talk to you again very soon. Thank you so much, Dave. We look forward to it. All right. Thanks also to Diane Xavier, the, the, the biggest sports fan in our, uh, our, our office here. She loves sports. I don't know about golf. We're, we're actually on a golf course uh, right here. Uh, but thanks for her running the board and thank you for listening and also for uh, providing suggestions for future interviews of the week. I love to hear what's going on and have people like Dwight come and visit us. Uh, it's a great blessing to share the good news of uh, Jesus Christ through the airwaves. So if you have an idea for a future interview of the week, you can contact me directly, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. Have a great rest of your weekend. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for this week's KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Catholic news and information pertinent to North Texas Catholics. Please join us again next week at this same time for another KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191. Thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being part of the family. Families pray for each other. We would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. Looking for a Catholic university where the greatest works of Western and Catholic tradition are the foundation for learning, all in an environment that is faithful to the magisterium? Recommended by the Cardo Newman Society, the University of Dallas offers an exceptional liberal arts education, preserving the wisdom of the past while preparing students for world-changing futures. Academically excellent, always faithful. Apply today at udallas.edu. 
Are you a pregnant mother or mom in need of support or in a crisis situation? If so, help is available. The Diocese of Fort Worth has recently launched Walking with Moms in Need. Walking with Moms in Need is a national initiative that is a time of service in which Catholic parishes and communities walk in the shoes of local pregnant and parenting women in need by offering to help moms in difficult circumstances through different tools and resources. For more information, visit fwdioc.org. This is Julie Carrick, host of We Sing Our Faith on the Guadalupe Radio Network, sharing with you a song today from Sarah Kroger. It's a traditional hymn of our church, The King of Love My Shepherd Is, with a little bit added in from Sarah herself. And Sarah's music can be found at sarahkroger.com or, of course, wesingourfaith.org. And now, The King of Love My Shepherd Is. King of love, my shepherd is, whose goodness fails me never. I nothing lack. Like 
Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.